Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Hello, everybody. Let's get into it. It's the afternoon of February 1st, 2024. We are hitting the new month off in the right way possible. From all angles, we've got some Bachelor content. Jason Tartik continues to go on his book tour and in promoting his book, also promotes why his relationship didn't work. He had several bottles of wine with Chris Harrison and Ben Higgins, and they talk a lot about all of the things that went down in that ending of the relationship. Uh, some very interesting comments. So I, I covered I covered this a little bit on the YouTube channel, but now we're going to cover it as well in the podcast. I've got some Super Bowl news. Taylor Swift, as always, an update on the Jackie Robinson stadium, uh, uh, the Jackie Robinson statue that was destroyed. Some good Samaritans have joined a GoFundMe to raise funds for that. And Brittany Mahomes, wife of uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, speaks up and calls out all the haters. All that and more on today's afternoon rush hour. Let's dive right into it. If you didn't check out the YouTube, I will be providing you some receipts in audio variety of what was said by Jason Tartik. It's hella interesting as the kids say and look there's no surprise this is what happens right you you go on a you know you go on a book tour you try to do as much talking as you can and every once in a while some of the words that you say end up uh, maybe biting your ex in the butt but of course I don't believe that was his intention I just believe he's trying to speak his truth have a listen it's interesting when you live in a world where we want one answer. Like you said, Caitlin has a laundry list of reasons why this relationship didn't work. You have a laundry list of reasons why this didn't work. But for the, and and when you're in a room like this with a bunch of friendlies and people that love you and we're talking and we know the layers of this thing and there are many layers to it. There always are. But when you get removed from it and it's just the listener and they're just looking for that one reason, right? We all, we all want that one reason why give me the magic bullet. (laughs) There's never a magic bullet. There is never a magic bullet when there's a breakup. There's always multiple, multiple layers to how it got to that point. But in this day and age of the clickbait and the headline, we all want that, right? We all want that one reason of why did Caitlin or why did Jason, you know, like this will, this will solve everything. Yeah. And it's, that's, that's never the case, but the headlines will keep going because uh, obviously it's getting the only reason it there's good feedback. People are listening and people are watching. Well, I think you're right. I mean, there's investment and I think that maybe means people are invested in the relationship or people are invested into the breakup. I don't know if we could. That's good. I mean, it's, it's a good debate of like, I mean, clearly people are interested in Caitlin. Clearly people are interested in you. I mean, it it goes to your, you know, the Q, Q rating, right? I mean, obviously you were in the zeitgeist and people were interested in what's going on with Jason and what's going on with Caitlin. And so like this, you know, it only prolongs if people are interested. Yeah. I mean, my take on it prolonging is just like, I, I don't, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to step into stuff. Um, Unless I have to protest for myself. Right? Whoa. Okay. All right. Jason, Jason says, 
I'm not going to talk about things unless I'm responding to someone else who might have my name in their mouth. Of course, he's talking about Caitlin Bristow, uh, but I don't believe I don't believe Caitlin said anything that's that that's worthy of a response. Right? The best thing you can do in this situation is to just uh, move on and live a high life. I mean, he was the one who was dumped. She said she thought he was kind of coming off like he was the victim. And the truth is, just because she dumped him doesn't mean they weren't both guilty. Like we don't know what went down. We don't know. Uh, I mean. I mean, didn't Caitlin say that she was the one who was okay with a courthouse wedding, but he wanted this big thing? Maybe he had this big idea of what he wanted, but was dragging his feet with resistance, not making it happen. I don't know, but to blame one person or the other is uh, would be silly at this point. And if you want to hear more of that, you can go listen to the original podcast on Almost Famous or Chris Harrison's podcast. It looks like they aired it on both avenues, or you can just go check out my YouTube video. In other news, a response from Brittany Holmes, the wife of, uh, of Patrick McCombs, McCombs, Mahomes, <laughs> tells fans to stay bothered in not so cryptic message after being called the worst. Uh, we reported this yesterday. She was called the worst because she kind of asked a security person, which way do we go? And I guess it didn't include the pleasantry. Hey, how are you? Excuse me. Which way do we go? It was kind of more like, you know, they're walking through the gates, they're being filmed, they're lost, you know, whatever. Uh, I I don't blame her, but I do know she gets a hard rap from people as like this spoiled brat, probably because she's dated Patrick since I guess high school and she kind of like rode the coattails. But hey, what do we know? I mean, she's the mother of his children. Maybe she's a class act. I don't know. Brittany Mahomes claps back at followers who thought she had a high horse attitude towards a stadium employee. She said, I take rumors as a compliment. And as a post she reshared that read, the fact that you're bringing my name onto tables I don't sit at shows your obsession. Stay bothered. She also shared a selfie video of her, Patrick, and their two children going for a drive and seemingly ignoring the haters. So there it is, folks. Ignoring the haters, but also, uh, I guess, uh, commenting on it isn't ignoring it. But either way, it's whatever. And Travis Kelsey actually talks about being in love. As we know, we've loved his podcast where he dishes on all the goings of his season of the, I was going to say his season of The Bachelor. It feels like Travis Kelsey is The Bachelor, doesn't it? No, he's just a tight end who's happened to fall in love with the greatest pop star of all time. Ticket sales uh, specifically, I mean, I think we can call her the greatest pop star based on ticket sales alone. Do with that info what you want. I like her. Travis Kelsey says being in love is a beautiful thing, and he appreciates all of Taylor Swift's supports, support as it comes to his games. So we've talked a lot about um, you know the conspiracy that that she's a psyop, that the government wanted to hire her, and this and that. Pretty wild stuff. Either way, maybe she's just in love with a guy from Kansas City, or, you know, he's not, I think he's from Cincinnati. Either way, here's Travis Kelsey on the uh, uh, ultra successful show, the Pat McAfee show. Have a listen. Love. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Guys, in love. It's, yeah. I think that's why everybody's coming back. I think you were hated for a bit. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? And then hopefully everybody realizes that. Uh, we're just uh, we're two people in a relationship uh, supporting each other and having fun with it, man. It's the- they're just two normal people in a relationship. You know, he's about to go to work next Sunday, which will be the biggest televised event in the U.S. And she's actually going to fly back to go watch it from her show at a stadium in Japan. How will she make it in time when you fly in a private jet? It goes a little bit easier. Does she go to TSA? Does Taylor Swift take her shoes off? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think she walks onto her airplane. I think they ask her what type of food she wants. 
She gets a whole bunch of sushi ordered. They line it up, and then she's got one of those nice chairs with the foot massager. It must be nice. And by the way, I don't blame her. You know what I mean? I would do the same thing. What are you going to be? What are you going to be? Taylor Swift flying Southwest. Uh, group C, uh, Taylor Swifty fans are in Group C. No, come on. It's nothing more than that. And uh, how, how much the world wants to paint the paint the picture and uh, make us the enemy. Um, we just have fun with it and we, uh, we enjoy every single bit of it. And sure enough, I, I, I love it when Taylor comes and supports me and, um, and enjoys the game with the fam and friends. Uh, it's been, it's been nothing but a, uh, but just a wonderful year, man. Nothing but a wonderful year. I mean, truly hit the jackpot. And also his podcast, uh, what's it called the Heights or whatever him and his brother. I mean, imagine, do, do you know what kind of press his podcast gets because no, by all means, he was already a relatively famous tight end, but now it's absolutely wild. In other news here, the you know, and again, there's a lot going on with the Super Bowl, but Patrick Mahomes does talk about having a dad bod. He says he's got kids. I got a dad bod before I had kids, so I don't know what that's going to do to me after. But either way, here he is, an inspiration for dad bods all over the world. In case you didn't know, we're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah! That's right, and we're not finished. We still got one more, uh-huh. but in the meantime, we're enjoying this son of a gun right here. Great job today. Like I've been saying, we ain't done yet. Hey, Chiefs on three, one, two, three. So there he is, and it was a video of uh, of Patrick Mahomes shirtless, and they call it dad bod. I mean, by all means, is he ripped to shreds? No, but would I be totally okay having a body with that level of uh, body fat percentage? Yes. Tough world out there for dads. I mean, you know, I I understand. You make your kids some uh, mac and cheese. They don't eat it at all. What, are you going to throw it out? No. I don't know about you, but Uncle Dave, when I'm I'm home uh, at my sister's place with four kids, whenever there's food left over, there's just like, a half-eaten hot dog, I'm eating it. I'm just like a garbage disposal. I need to set some serious boundaries for when I have a child so that I'm not eating all of their crushed uh, you know, peas or whatever. All right, I got Sophia Turner back in the news. She's being mom-shamed usher. We got so much more to get into. We'll have all of that and more. We actually have a police report that dropped. Uh, I saw this a few days ago, but it wasn't public, and now we have it, a police report that dropped. I guess Janie Doe uh, was uh, trying to catch Clayton Eckerd in a uh, protective order violation. We'll read that for you. All that and more right after this. If there's such thing as having a crush on a podcast, my podcast crush is She's All Batch. Uh, they're like the cute girl in the podcast world that you're cool. Like, it's always like, oh, when when I find out they listen to my show, I'm like, oh, I'm so flattered. And if, 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 they, if, I, if they find out I listen to theirs, they're probably like, cool, who cares? Uh, but either way, uh, She's All Batch had Mari and Kenny on. Go check out their episode. Uh, this is taken from their TikTok at She's All Batch. Uh, you know, that other random podcaster getting those washed up reality stars. We're kidding. Here's Mari and Kenny discussing the truth about the Boom Boom Room. After the engagement happened. I was like hanging out in one of the Boom Boom Rooms. But I remember like looking at the camera and then it started moving. And I'm like looking at it and like watching it. And he's like 
following me with the camera. And I'm like, oh my God, he's literally watching me in real time. So that's when I was like, he's probably watching in real time when other things happen too. There's multiple in there though. There's a few other, there's more than just one, I think. There's also a boom mic like right on top right. of it. Oh, what? Wait, this is stressing yeah. me out so much. You'll have to find a, the camera operator and do like a... A tell-all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we need him on the podcast. I have some questions. Uh, that's all on She's All Batch Podcast. They do a fantastic job of getting interesting info out of their guests. I would love to have Mari and or Kenny on driving with Dave. Maybe I'll have to drive up to Chicago to get that one of these days. I was in Chicago, I guess it was two years ago now, to speak to a class, I believe at DePaul, a university in Chicago. They invited me to speak on their bachelor class. I'd love to go back. So much has happened since then. You know, uh, At that time, we had a lot to talk about, but now we have a lot to talk about. So I'll have to ask the doctor if she'll have me back uh, into their chat, into their classroom. Hey, you know what I'll do? I'll... Uh, there's a there the uh, the ba- it's literally a bachelor it's like called bachelor theory or something and they they talk about social topics which of course is right up our alley now are they excited to see some you know no name some podcaster Dave Neal I don't I don't think so uh, you know I'm sure they'd rather have the big guns of the Jason Tartic world but it's like hey take what you can get ladies you know what I mean and if I do if I ever do their pod their uh, their uh, speech again and by the way for those listening on Patreon if you're new to my channel I actually have have the full Patreon video on um, of my what I believe to be about a 90 minute conversation with that DePaul class. I recorded it and if I ever do go back I'll I'll uh, I'll repost the new one on Patreon. I like to give you guys some extra content cuz I can't post that stuff publicly. I don't think I'm allowed to. Uh, I think last time they they were kind of surprised I posted it privately. They were like, "Uh, are you allowed to do that?" And I was like, "I don't know. I was in Chicago uh, to do some stand-up shows. I talked to your class for 90 minutes um, and uh, you know and I think the least I can do is post it on my Patreon. Hey, no, you know, ne- never ask permission. Just apologize. All right. Speaking of who shouldn't apologize, we have Sophie Turner. Fans defend her from mom shamers amid partying pics. Is this a thing? I guess I guess you all wouldn't know if you're not like in the influencer or celebrity world, but it seems like if you have a kid, you're going to be mom shamed. I'm sure mom shaming works on like a local level. But it's quite disgusting, though. the The idea of shame, you know, shaming is one of the sort of nastiest things you can do to somebody else, you know, without sort of physical assault or things like that. It's this idea where you can like pluck someone down a tear, and and we hear this all the time of moms out there. You literally can't do the right thing, no matter what you do. There's somebody out there. You're burping your kid wrong. You wiped the ass the wrong way. You're sh- those baby wipes uh, aren't uh, GMO friendly. Whatever you know, it's just nonstop. Sophie Turner's getting a serious dose of mommy shaming over a skiing trip with some pals. And luckily for her, her fans have got her back. Some of them do anyway. The whole mess kicked off when the Game of Thrones star recently shared Instagram snaps of herself hitting the slopes with her boyfriend, a Peregrine Pearson. Uh, That sounds like a fake name. And their pals writing Jaeger bombs, anybody? Jaeger bombs, kid. Uh, Fireball shots. Clearly just a fun post showing her enjoying herself and living her life. Although trolls felt very differently about it. and they let her know in mass in the comments. Unfortunately for her, there was intense outrage over Sophie having the audacity to enjoy some downtime without the presence of her kiddos. 
especially since her last few months have been rife with Joe Jonas divorce drama. Her comments were rife with questions about child's whereabouts, with some demanding she ought to be a mom. And while she reportedly attempted to delete some of these remarks, some still filtered through. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I personally feel like most mom shaming uh, is rooted in jealousy. You know, in most cases, I just think it's somebody online who doesn't like the opportunity somebody else has, and they shame them for that. that that's what I feel like it is. Um, but moms aren't the only ones out there raising the kids. Usher, you like that segue? Usher, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Is, is he the uh, halftime guy? He's the halftime guy this year, right? Oh, it's going to be fantastic, if you ask me. Get little John out there with him. We are going to have a blast from the past. Maybe Nelly shows up. I don't know. Have a party. Uh, Usher says, yes, he did babysit for Beyonce, but he's not her Manny. Here's what he had to say. Yeah. Drink to that. <laughs> I read that you were Beyonce's nanny. Were you Beyonce's nanny? First of all, how can I be a nanny? I'd be a Manny. Man, I love it. You know what I mean. No, nah, no, nah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be Beyonce's nanny. Nah, um, Daryl Simmons, uh, he had a group by the name of the Dolls. Okay. And they came to Atlanta for the first time. Smooth voice. This is when this is before Destiny's Child became Destiny's okay. Child. And um I think I looked over them while they was doing something in the house. I had to watch them because I was like the you, you know the authority because I guess I was the the teenager right. at the time. But no, nah, I wasn't a nanny. You know what I'm saying? No. But you were just overseeing, like making sure they ain't breaking. Making nothing. certain that they didn't, you know, that they didn't get in no trouble in the house at the time. Yeah. Did you see? Did you know that little girl was going to grow up to be that big international superstar? Can you look at? Because you did discover Justin Bieber, so you did see something. So clearly, you got an eye for talent. Yeah. Well, not, and not just by myself. There was a, a host of people. You know, they say. Success has a million fathers and an orphan, you know, you know, yeah, you got it. So, um, I don't know that saying at all. I think when I saw them, I knew there was something very special about all of them. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if Usher's your babysitter? I'd be like, Mom, never come home. I'm I'm hanging with Usher. We're making music video. I don't know. Voice is silky smooth. All right, well, I've got a couple more stories, but we are cutting it close on time. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with the Clayton Eckerd latest update on the police report from hell. Boy, you can't have nice things. Oakland's Denny's shuts down due to crime, follows in and out. Another American staple in the food business is fleeing Oakland because of increased crime. The only Denny's in the city closed for good earlier this week, continuing a troubling trend. Citing crime concerns, Denny's Diner on Hedgenburger shut down for good, the latest to close in Oakland. Oh, tough day for the Oakland community. How will they ever uh, you know, deal? I mean, uh, obviously, did you guys go to Denny's? Denny's, I mean, I'm not saying you got to be uh, at rock bottom to go to Denny's, but um, you got to be. I mean, usually you're either going there because you're with a bunch of kids after a baseball game, you know, like some, we'll go to Denny's if you clean your room, you know, that type of bribe, like the lowest level egg you could offer. Or you're there at 3 a.m. because you're trying to fight Kid Rock. There's, there's never an in-between as far as I'm concerned. All right, well, let's get into it. Here's a police report from January 2nd, 2024, that just made its way into the uh, world of Bachelor on the, uh, I, I must have been on the Justice for Clayton subreddit or Bachelor Nation subreddit. Either way, I'm going to read what happened here. January 2nd, 2024, uh, Jane Doe, Miss Janeth Doeth the Dodo Bird, we're going to call her RP, which means uh, uh, responding party. Is that report? Excuse me, reporting party. The reporting party here is Jane Doe, and reporting party states at uh, 8 p.m. 
that the order, uh, the you know, the protective order stipulates that defendant shall not communicate or post untrue or harassing comments regarding the plaintiff online, including but not limited to on social media and shall not cause others to communicate or post untrue or harassing comments regarding plaintiff online or otherwise. Uh, a few minutes later... Uh, the reporting party, Janeth Doeth Dodoby, s- stated the Sun had a post labeled Baby Bombshell published by Diane Cooper. A quote was used from Clayton Eckerd about the pregnancy and stated she was never pregnant at any point in time with my children. A reporting party was asked if she had a paternity test while she was pregnant to prove this statement untrue. A reporting party stated that she did not have one but knows her pregnancy was his. So she did have a paternity test, which... which uh, I believe two out of three times stated little to no fetal DNA. The third time it uh, was lost in transit. And the fourth time she refused to take reporting party was given the CFS number for reference case closed. Wow. I mean, what happens if you violate a, uh, a protective order? Uh, it's not good. As noted, protective and restraining orders usually are directly connected. Okay, this is uh, the California law, but I'm sure it's close in both. Any additional and knowing violation of a protective order is a misdemeanor crime punishable by up to one year in county jail and a fine of up to $1,000 or both jail and a fine. So pretty wild. She's trying to say that Clayton uh, violated a protective order. And why? Well, because he posted his truth online, which she says is not the truth. She says she was pregnant. He says he never was. Guys, what an abuse. What an abuse of taxpayer money. Absolutely wild. So, of course, this made it public recently, but this kind of fell under the radar with all the other wild things going on. I'm going to have a video of this up tomorrow where we share a little bit more information in context with regards to the actual uh, order of protection that she has against him, including the attempt that Janie Dodo Bird made against Megan Fox, the reporter. Uh, to get her content removed because Megan, she accused Megan Fox, I believe, of doxing her because Megan Fox shared her email address. Well, that's because she, uh, you know, filed a complaint against Liz Neptune in Florida with the Broward County Sheriff's Department. And when you file a complaint, anything that deals with, you know, public services like police, you know, that, that becomes public information. Could you imagine if we lived in a world where this wasn't public information? I mean, wouldn't that be wild if all of this wasn't public? Because then at that point, you would just be able to get away with things. Like she's using the sheriff's department to intimidate Liz Neptune. She used the FBI department to intimidate me, the district attorney to intimidate me. Oh, she's Dave's being investigated by the FBI. Imagine if I wasn't able, able to do a freedom of information request to find the truth out. So absolutely wild. And again, the the the, the most popular comment in this but in this um, protective order is someone who said, I love that the officer asked if she had a paternity test to prove his statement was untrue. She stated that she did not have one, but knows her pregnancy was his. Well, you had one and then another and then another. You just didn't have a positive one. How funny is that? Hey, Jane, don't let the truth get in the way of a good con. All right, folks. Well, we are absolutely destroying it today. Rest in peace to my home's uh, water heater 10 days after living 
living here, we've learned that it is shot baby. And I'm uh, going to say a quick goodbye to $1,900. A quick goodbye. We'll be replacing that today because let me tell you something. I got a seven-month pregnant wife and she needs a goddamn hot bath. All right, folks, get the Epsom salt out. We're about to party. I'll have more content coming to you tomorrow. We're bringing it hot. We're going to end this week on a positive. If you happen to be in the Nashville area and want to check me out tonight, I'm on the Backyard Show, baby. I'll have information on my Instagram. It's the hottest show in town. They've listed me as one of Nashville's favorites. We'll have to see after tonight's episode. You can never be too sure. And I will see you guys all tomorrow. As always, I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush. Come <laughs> on.